0: Um, that's really basically how I decided to make start to make a change is I was in a show and I was backstage and I was watching another actor on stage doing basic movements like sitting on the ground and um, doing choreography that required going on the ground and standing back up and all of that type of stuff. And I started crying because I was I had actually gotten called back for that role. I ended up not getting the role, but, had gotten called back for that role, and if I had gotten the role, I wouldn't have been able to do it because of the pain that I was in.
1: They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So, how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow.
2: Welcome, everyone, to our show Power to Grow today. I have someone that has a very unique story. Her name is Amanda Snyder, and Amanda has well, all her story kind of started back in 2014. She had some health issues. It was so bad that she was suffering from severe back pain to the point to where she couldn't even walk. After years of personal training and physical therapy, she got in the best shape of her life, not only physically, but mentally, and has been helping others ever since. So Amanda, welcome to our show today. And thank you for being here to share
0: your story. Thanks, Donna, I'm excited to be here. Um, Yeah, listening to that, it sounds so dramatic, but yes, that is exactly (laughs) (laughs) what what happened. happened. That was life, right? Yeah, Yeah, that was the life I was living in. Um, So a little background, I come from uh, a musical theater background and, I was pursuing dancing and acting and singing and um, what I came to realize later on in life is that there isn't much support for how actors and dancers and singers can take care of their body and I think if I had had that support maybe I wouldn't have injured myself but basically what happened was I wasn't strong in my body in all of the positions I needed to be I only took dance class and that was it and so I was performing in a show at my college and I basically it kind of um it didn't happen right away it started with a pain that felt like I had a knot in my lower back and I was like dang I really need a massage but then it kind of just never went away and it persisted and I didn't make any changes to my lifestyle and over time of just doing the same things and not making any changes and not um addressing the underlying issue basically um the what what it was was a several slipped discs which then eventually led to sciatica which if those out there don't know what sciatica is i hope you never find out um but it's a very, it's pain- very, painful. Painful. Yes. very yes, painful it's very painful yes yes it's very painful um pain radiating down the back of your leg there was even one point where I had it on both sides and that point that you're referring to um it was so debilitating that I couldn't go I couldn't do basic human movement functions I couldn't sit up and sit down and stand up without just being in excruciating pain like it would take me a total of two full minutes to go from a seated position to a standing position. So I avoided getting into cars. I avoided um, sitting on the subway. I avoided really anything where I had to be sitting down and then standing up because I I uh, couldn't do it efficiently without being in excruciating pain. And um, so from there, uh, what basically I decided to make a change because I realized that my career as an actor and a dancer was at stake. If I can't do basic movements, <laughs> um, Too I was hard to be a dancer. <laughs> exactly. Um, the weird thing was that I could do, um, I could do things once I was in the position, but I couldn't like any sort of choreography that required certain movements was off limits because I couldn't, I couldn't function in the in-between. And um, that's really basically how I decided to make, start to make a change is I was in a show and I was backstage and I was watching another actor on stage doing basic movements like sitting on the ground and um, doing choreography that required going on the ground and standing back up and all of that type of stuff. And I started crying because I was, I had actually gotten called back for that role. I ended up not getting the role, but I had gotten called back for that role. And if I had gotten the role, I wouldn't have been able to do it because of the pain that I was in. So I hired a personal trainer. I hired a physical therapist and I started to strengthen my core and um, strengthen my glutes and just started working out. And I had never worked out really before that I had only done dance class. And I had only done, um, you know, how women are told that, like, if they want to look a certain way, they should only like go on the elliptical or (laughs) something like that. That was like, kind of all I was doing. Uh, I would like, you know, every January first, I would, Go to the gym and like go on the elliptical for forty-five minutes, and then after February, I would stop going to the gym. That was my routine. <laughs> I'm sure many people can relate. Yes, um,
2: I think you're right. I, yeah, I think you're right. There's so, so many.
0: So yeah, so um, I actually got serious about um, strength training, and I eventually, over time, my sciatica started to disappear. And it became just part of my routine to be in the gym. And I um, just started to realize that there weren't many women in the gym. Um, And I also began to realize that maybe if actors, singers, and dancers had had the similar resources as professional athletes or aspiring athletes. I'm having trouble hearing you. Sorry, Siri is talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Okay, that. Um, uh, no. Okay. Girl. Um, but um, what was they saying? So, professional athletes or aspiring athletes—they all have physical therapists. They all have um, trainers, uh, strength and conditioning coaches. All of these resources, even in public high school. I went to public high school growing up, and there were those resources there for public high school athletes, but actors and dancers don't have any of those resources of how to take care of their instrument and how to take care of their bodies so that they can perform optimally and not become injured. And so with all of that, um, as I was you know, just getting strength training to become a major part of my life, I realized oh, this isn't really available to, first of all, women, because women are told that um, we should only do uh, certain types of exercises because women are told that their bodies should look a certain way, which is unfortunate Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And then on top of that, um, dancers and actors aren't given those resources. So that's kind of what inspired me to get my certification in personal training. And then, from there, I just realized that um, there's so much to learn, and there's oh, there's we're always learning, and new studies are always coming out and um, uh, the the health and wellness industry is very it's an interesting industry because one moment there will be studies that say that coconut oil is the healthiest thing for you. And then the next moment coconut oil. is I just had a conversation thing. with my husband the <laughs> other day and I
2: was thinking the same thing. It's like, you know, one time eggs are good. Now they're, then they're bad. Now they're good again. And yes. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, there's all this change all the time. It's like, they find out something, oh, now it's bad for you. Intermittent fasting was good. Now it's not just Mm -hmm. all of these, just things that just come up. So, so I can totally relate with where you're coming from. I want to go back to where you said you had a bulge or a, a knot in your, in your back or, um, and, and that's where it started. And, and the first thing you thought of was, oh, I have to go get a massage. Isn't that the first thing that we usually think of? It's like, oh yeah, we just, need to go get a massage and then we'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, a massage will help, but it sounds like yours obviously was more intense and progressed and got worse and worse as you went along. And so now you're at the point of, okay, I got to do something. So Mm -hmm. you get this personal trainer and also a physical therapist And, and I love that you realize that this is a need. You have actors and actresses and especially actresses that don't have the equipment or maybe not the equipment, but the resources to be able to do those things. So you come Mm -hmm. in and say, okay, what can I do to help them? Is that right? That's kind of where you're at. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I really love that because you, you saw a need. And you realize this is something I can help people with because I just went through it.
0: Yeah. How many yeah. times as
2: entrepreneurs, it's something we've been through, right? It's something we've mm-hmm. experienced and we can actually share it with others. So as you decided to get this extra training, now, I know you have mm-hmm. some, there's a couple of certifications that you actually have um, yeah. that you got. Uh, so what, what, like, pursued you to go, well, obviously pursued you to go that direction because of what you wanted to help these, these people in this area. But I think you have a, let's see, a exercise science Mm -hmm. and holds a nutrition of CSCS certification. Can you tell me a Mm -hmm. little bit about that and what that entails?
0: Yeah. So I have my master's degree in exercise science and nutrition And then I'm also a certified strength and conditioning specialist, that's the CSCS. And um, so exactly that, the health and wellness industry is so contradicting that I felt as though I need to continue to educate myself as much as possible so that I can be on top of that contradicting stuff. And um, really just debunk anything that, is kind of a fad diet or fad idea that's going around, like all of these things you're talking about, like intermittent fasting and, um, you have to do this to lose weight, or this is the way women should exercise or exactly. (laughs) Yeah. All these different things. things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so many things. And, um, so it's really important to me. Education is really important to me. And, um, just making sure that I can help everyone the best way that I possibly can. And, um, I think it's, it's the human body is incredible and, um, there's so much about the human body and there's so much, even we don't know about the human body. So I just want to be on top of it as much as possible. And going back to what you said about the massage is oftentimes, um, we, the first thing we think of when we're in pain or when we have a problem that we're going through is to go right to the problem itself. So my first thought was, I need a massage. I need someone to rub this area. But Mm -hmm. oftentimes I think what people don't realize is pain is often a symptom of a problem. It's not the actual problem. So Mm -hmm. the symptom for me Um, was revealing itself as sciatica and the slip disc. But the problem was actually that I had weak glutes. I had tight hip flexors. I had weak hip flexors, tight and weak hip flexors. I had a weak core. All of these things were creating these imbalances in my body, which was creating a certain um, repetitive way in which I live my life right? Like if I'm walking with an interior pelvic tilt, or if I'm walking with my belly, not, you know, not engaging my core, or if I'm never using my glutes, um, if I'm even just base more basic things, if I'm always carrying my bag on one side, if I'm sitting in my hip, if I'm crossing my legs, always right over left, all of these things lead to how we just exist. And then that creates maybe some of these um symptoms of the actual problem. So um so I think we we go to the band-aids first, but my goal for everyone is to go to the root of the problem and to solve the root of the problem which takes time and patience and is not always very exciting, but that's where all those third patients come in.
2: Right, right. And you said it was also mental as well. So Mm -hmm. not only were you having to work on the physical, which I can totally relate to the stomach thing. I I am one that's always been like held my stomach in, but there came a point where I was exercising and using weights, but I wasn't being really careful and directed about my stomach. So I was lifting these weights and nothing happened during the weight lifting, but we were about to leave Hawaii and I was Mm -hmm. making a bed. That's all I was doing. And I bent over to make this bed and I felt this like, "Mm," and I went, Mm -hmm. okay, what just happened? And then I was in pain, like the whole, like first day of my trip, it was (laughs) terrible. So I went to the doctor. First thing he said is what kind of, actually he knew I exercised. He said, what Mm -hmm. kind of exercise were you doing? And you were using weights, weren't you? And I said, yes. And he said, okay, you're not holding that stomach muscle in. So I can totally relate with that. And it just like that quick, Mm -hmm. it was a simple little thing of making a bed. I wasn't even doing anything strenuous, you know? Right. So we have to be careful with those muscles. I love that you're sharing that part of it. And as a dancer, you would think that dancers have this, you know, They're in their fit, they have good stomach muscles and all of these things, but that's not always true, is it?
0: It's not always true. Um, And I will say for myself specifically, I was definitely a dancer second, so I hadn't been dancing my whole life like some of these other dancers have. So that may be where some of my bad habits kind of trickled in. Mm -hmm. Um, But even then, um, if dancers are only training in their choreography, that movement is so repetitive that over time, the repetitive nature of choreography catches up to us. So if we're always doing the same movements over and over and over again, that can lead to imbalances that can lead to overcompensation in some areas. And exactly. You weren't used to, um, engage in your stomach muscles in certain, like you weren't used to doing it while lifting weights. And you also weren't used to doing it while making your bed. So, um, I always Obviously. say that, Yeah. We, we always regret the positions that we don't train in. Mm -hmm. So if we're not used to engaging our core, then we're not going to do them while we're doing basic human things, like something just like making our bed and just one wrong movement can just move. Yeah, exactly. So Mm -hmm.
2: crazy. So crazy how that works. So you mentioned that women don't have the resources like men do, um, were you talking about like, because women are more geared to not have as much muscle as men, Mm. is that kind of where you were headed there or what was that kind of about? Um,
0: I, maybe I misspoke with resources. I think, um, just in this society, women uh, up until I think you know, a few years ago, I think women are less encouraged to do strength training. They're less encouraged to do resistance training. Um, we're also, um, the, the health and wellness world is very misogynistic. It's geared towards men. It's designed for men by men. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's a lot of misinformation for women, how they should exercise and, At the same time, gyms are not designed in the way women's bodies are designed. We have this beautiful thing that is the most natural thing that we have, which is our menstrual cycle. And um, it would behoove us to exercise in a way that our body is telling us to. And that looks different in different periods of our menstrual cycle. And I think that oftentimes women Follow along with some of these misogynistic things that the health and wellness industry is promoting when in reality, it would maybe be better for men um, because we are different than men. Women should be strength training and resistance training, but um, if you're on the first day of your cycle and you are tired and um you don't want to move and you're having cramps then i don't recommend doing a high intensity interval training workout on that day and i think that um i live in new york city and it's very competitive nature here the health and wellness industry is very competitive as well and i think that we we feel like we always have to be go 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 we always have to be exercising we always have to be doing something and that can definitely lead to hormonal imbalances in women, if we're not careful. And and the same goes for diet as well. Intermittent fasting is definitely, um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a bad thing. I I don't like to label anything as good or bad. And, um, I think everyone is different and some things work really well for some people and some things don't work well for others, but especially for women, there hasn't really been much science to prove that it is super beneficial. Um, I think that intermittent fasting for women can be dangerous if we're not, if we're not careful because of um, just the nature of intermittent fasting. A lot of people wake up and the first thing they do is drink black coffee and then that will spike your cortisol levels and then you'll have free flowing cortisol and, and it just creates stress in our bodies that maybe we don't necessarily need, especially if what our bodies are designed to do is not be stressed and to carry babies in our womb. And right, so, right. um, so yeah, it can be potentially dangerous to do intermittent fasting for women. I'm not going to go right out and say you should never intermittent fast as a woman fasting is, is, is okay. We all naturally do it when we, mm-hmm. we are fasting every single night when we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just important to consider these things and to consider that a lot of the advice that's given out there is coming from kind of that misogynistic um, male's perspective. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah,
2: for sure. Um, So my personal trainer helps to eat, and I'm guessing you do this too, just because of what you said, eat things that you want. I mean, you don't have to avoid foods. Of course, you don't want to have a lot of fats and you want to kind of, you know, your carbs and your more protein than I was used to for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I I've noticed that, uh, there's this balance and then, it's not like you say, oh, you can eat this, but you can't eat that or those kind of things. And I found that that's very, it's nice because I have control over that. I decide what I want to eat. Now I am looking at things, I'm making sure they're balanced and they're good, but I get to decide what that is. And I'm guessing that's kind of what you do is kind of give them a guideline to go by. This is what I want you to do. And kind of stay within yeah. this area
0: yeah. yeah I mean we're living in a world where we have the benefits of things being um prepared for us and um, yeah. you <sighs> know like we can just go down the stairs and and have some you know lots of things come in boxes which is okay you know it's it's convenient mm-hmm. but um I always say just We want to go as close to the earth as possible with what we're eating. But again, we're still living in the world, in this world. And so if your mental health is going to suffer because you can't enjoy brunch with friends or you can't enjoy a cocktail, then that's also not good. So we want to be able to still live in this world we're living in, enjoy ourselves, have social gatherings and not feel like an outcast and feel like we're left out. So, um, or, you know, whatever other reason you may, you might be feeling, um, or, you know, things taste good for a reason. So, um, if it doesn't have much nutrient density, but it tastes really good and it brings you joy to have your grandmother's home baked apple pie, then who am I to say that you can't have it? So right, right. Um, balance, again. But it's balance, not just, exactly, right. that's
2: the mm-hmm. key, that's the key. Is, you know, it's so easy to get off balance when you're not paying attention but if you're paying attention it's easy to stay within that and you learn and i love how you said stay close to the earth like you know vegetables and fruits and those things and and i'm all for that um actually i was uh, i was um pretty much a vegan or not vegan uh, vegetarian at one time uh but i did have fish um which i think m- most some um vegetarians do have fish too. But um now I've experienced a little bit of like chicken. I'm not a big fan of beef and I don't usually eat beef, but I know that they're like I said, it's a balance. It's a balance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and I think staying close to the earth and those kind of things are really what help us because they're less calories they're better for you than Mm -hmm. something you can cook and, uh, it's just all around better. So you, you were able to take this knowledge and now you're helping others. And is it specifically women that you help?
0: Um, my, uh, it's not specific to women. My niche is with, uh, artists, So, okay. Yeah. So actors, singers, dancers, musicians, creatives, really. Mm -hmm. I love that. So you're teaching
2: them to be able to be healthy, strengthen their body parts that need to be strengthened so they they can be a better dancer and a better better artist and and Mm -hmm. those type of things. Um awesome. And if somebody were to want to reach out to you and find out more about your programs and what you have to offer, where would they go to do that?
0: Yeah, you can find me at Train with Amanda Jane on Instagram. And then my website is trainwithamandajane.com. Awesome. Real quick,
2: I usually ask mm-hmm. one question because we know that there are a lot of people out there that deal with back pain. And it is not fun. I've actually no. had a fall once <laughs> and that fall caused severe back pain to the point to where you couldn't sit. Same kind mm-hmm. of thing you were dealing with. Mm. And I was able to work through that and work it out. But what is one thing that you can give our listeners that might help them through this severe pain that you might have done?
0: Yeah, I think the most absolute most important thing, which you asked this, and I don't think I totally touched on it, um, but our mindset. So if you don't believe you can heal, then you won't. And I know that sounds very woo woo, but um, I think a lot of us get really wrapped up in chronic pain or chronic anything, and it can feel like it's never gonna go away. And the truth is, if we feel like it's never going away, then it probably won't. We have to have faith, have patience, have trust um, and do the work and um, try, try all of the things. If that is what gives you comfort, try the massages, try the chiropractors, try physical therapy, try all of the things if, if it's in your ability to do so. Um, but be consistent about it and don't give up and have faith that you will be better.
2: I really love that. And I will a hundred percent agree with you. If you think you're not going to heal, you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, it plays such a big part in, in healing. And it also, I work in the healing industry too. So Um, with breaky And a lot of times it's our emotions, isn't it? And that, Mm -hmm. that is our mental. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure you deal with a lot of that. And, um, well, I'm grateful, Amanda, to have you on the show today. Your story is just inspiring that you were able to work through that and now be able to help other artists and other Mm -hmm. dancers and, and, uh, uh, actresses and actors and things like that to be able to be in the best shape of their life, just
0: like you did. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Donna.
2: You it was are a so pleasure. welcome. It was a joy to have you on the show. And we will make sure and put all of your uh, websites and things so that they can just click on the link and be able to find you real easily in our show notes. So thank you Perfect. for being on the show today. Thank you. You're welcome. This is Donna Bye. Gammon and this is Power to Grow
1: thank you so much for joining us today if you've enjoyed the show please leave a review now and i will give you a free download of my blessed morning this is something that is worth so much it's what i use to get past my past if you know what i mean until our next show thank you again for joining us this is donna gammon and this is power to grow We'll